This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Fender Bender on Joy 94.9. Revving up the weekends with news and views on all things motoring. Oh yes, hello once again and welcome to a very special edition of Fender Bender, Joy 94.9's very own motoring program. So uh, hopefully we will rev up your Saturday and get you in a good mood for Saturday night. My name is Tim Nicholson, a gigantic thanks to Luke and the gang for Critical Hit Um, and a big thanks to them for just being awesome and supportive and rad human beings throughout the year. They've uh, they've been very good to us and uh, this is our last show for a while, so um, a big thanks to those guys. We've got a very big show coming up. I've got a couple of lovely gentlemen here. We are going to be announcing Fender Bender's Raddest Car of the Year Awards. It's very exciting. It's happening very soon. So you need to stick around for this entire hour and don't go outside where it's really sunny and lovely. Just stay inside and listen to your radio um, because you will hear all of that. There's lots of new car releases this week and heaps of news to get through as well. Mike Costello. I haven't even introduced the boys in front of you. Mike Costello in the studio. Hello. Love me some Gary Newman. You do, don't you? Right? He is. It's awesome. He occasionally pops up at music festivals these days He does. Well. Gary Newman and Flock of Seagulls are my 280s bands. Wowzers. Yeah. yeah. I like it. No I shame. Like it. Um, and Dan Gardner is also in the building. I can't see you because of this big, boomy microphone well, in front of us. If we're talking about eight favourite 80s bands, it's got to be the police and Europe, I'm afraid. Aren't they just things? Like, Europe's account. Oh, sorry. Band. I thought we were talking about favourite things yeah. in the 80s. Uh. D- Dan only listens to bands that are nouns. Yeah. 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 It has yeah. to be a noun. <laughs> yeah. It's a weird kind of, you know, <laughs> peccadillo he has for music. Chap. Hey, boys, it's the last show for a while. No. Controversial. We're a little bit sad. Yeah. Absolutely. We yeah. love doing this. It's, it's uh, you know, we, it's what we do for work, but we love our work so much we just can't get enough. And we do it on the weekend as well. Exactly. So, no, it's it's been huge fun, Timbo. Yeah. But, no, um, that's it. We've yeah. got, to, got to take a break. Yeah. We've got to take a break. You know, we've got to keep ourselves fresh. Exactly. And, you know, we're just looking out the window of the studio. There's a great party going on for all the Taste of Radio graduates. Um, and we've got to make way for them to come in and have a go. So, yeah. you know, someone's got to fill our slot. And it has to be tasty people from the yes. Taste of Radio. Lovely. Oh, dear. There you go. Well, that got out of hand. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the last show it had to. Um, but if you would like to shower us with love. Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> no, if you have any questions or if you just want to say hello, 0427 JOY949 is the text line or email on air at joy.org.au. We would love to actually hear what you think is the best car that's been released this year, whether you like the look of it or for whatever reason you think it's the best or raddest car, because we will be announcing the raddest car, the been a raddest car of the year a little bit later in the hour. Um, and we want to know what you think, so uh, make sure you get in touch. But before that we've got a lot of news to get through so we're going to power on ladies and gentlemen um now starting with some very exciting news i saw this morning guys i'm not gonna lie i did a small wee oh i know what you're talking about well you might i think i do continents but after that uh we are talking about the porsche mission e concept i was hoping you were going to be talking about that how exciting is this so porsche has confirmed it will go into production in some form or another oh yeah it's a gorgeous car this was my favorite car at the frankfurt motor show this year which is the world's biggest show so that's Mm. essentially the best car of the year for mine Mm. it's a tesla chase electric sedan and it is just gorgeous. Yeah. Porsche really stuffed up the Panamera design in my opinion.
opinion. But this is showing the company knows how to make a good-looking sedan yeah. when it really puts its mind to it. And it's if so they can sexy. make the production version look at all like the concept, yeah. Tesla is just going to have a real fight on its hands. I agree. Let's just cross sex. everything that it does look like that. Because as we know, you know, Porsche pretty good at getting things from concept to production and with you know fairly unfettled and unmolested. So, yeah, I think this thing could potentially look as good as it did at the show. And I totally second what Mike said the show-stopping car for me at Frankfurt this year. Thank you for being unmolested yourself, Dan. Oh, well, um, uh, it's not entirely true. <laughs> well, uh, that's for another show, I think. <laughs> yes. um, some other news this week. Apparently, there's there's talk of the Mitsubishi Pajero. You know, the big Pajero. It's been around in Australia for a very long time. It might be killed off. It pretty much is yeah. a certainty. Uh, what a disappointment. There was an update this week. I spoke to a Mitsubishi uh, person a little while ago yeah. who said almost certainly, and now an American publication has been told by the same guy it's a definite. Yep. Lance is dead. Pajero's dead. Yeah. They're dead. They're but gone. This is, this is weird. So Mitsubishi have gone on about this, you know, the new strategy, SUVs, SUVs. Uh, that's an SUV, guys. Not sure if you're aware of that. <laughs> mm. Well, they've got their new Challenger replacement that's mm. just launched called the Pajero Sport, mm-hmm. which is kind of like a Triton you know, based SUV. And I guess their rationale is a big thing like a Pajero. You can only sell in a few countries in the world. There's not many places that want a giant SUV now. Mm. And especially because Mitsubishi has no footprint in America, which is one of the markets where you need to be. So I guess from a financial perspective, it just doesn't make sense. And it's a shame because weirdly, that car is 433 years old in Australia. (laughs) And it still sells in reasonable numbers. Yeah, the first one was steam powered, right? And then they've updated it slowly with diesel engines as time's gone by. Isn't that what Mitsubishi does? Here they well, just they don't change yeah. the car for fifty years and keep selling them really strongly and at bargain basement prices because they can. Because there's yeah. something to be said for that though, because yeah. you know it's not going to break because it's just been over engineered yep. for decades. Mm. It's just going to keep going. It's sort of like Toyota, yeah. except Toyota puts new skin on the cars to make them look a little different. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's funny. They've still got yeah. quite the brand recognition and people love Mitsubishis, but I will not say it's a Mitsi. Hashtag. Thank you. Well, our very own Mr. Nicholson, Lady Nicholson, used to be a Mitsubishi owner himself. Yes. Yes, Stavros was a Lancer, MR Coupe. He is no longer with us. Well, you don't know that. He, he could have gone on to do great things. Probably not. Arguably, probably not. No, Scrap. No, but, but, yeah. no, but he might. Know. Who yeah. knows? Who knows? <laughs> Um, now, one other thing, just internationally, guys, this week, uh, just the other day, we finally saw the new Volvo S90 sedan. Mm. So, this is their new flagship sedan based on the XC90 underpinnings. Um, look, it doesn't really surprise anyone with a look, but I, I think it's really pretty. Yeah, it's um, pretty nice for a Swedish Hyundai Genesis. Ooh, oh, snap! Hear the claws. It, I know. It, it, it looks like a Genesis. Do you think? Let's be honest. I hadn't even it thought so of that. So does. But oh. I don't. I don't. That's not a bad it. thing, no, because I think it's a great looking car. Yeah, it, it is got good proportions. It's got that new Volvo nose on the mm. scalable architecture, so it's going to be just like an XC90 inside, yep. which is fantastic, and it's going to be a welcome return to form for Volvo in that part of the market. What's even more exciting though is the uh, potential of a V90, which will be the uh, oh yeah, be the estate version. Sorry, it the just, wagon version. It's, it's insanity. Like, Volvo has the uh, ancient V40, an ancient S60. Mm. It has this new architecture, and yet it's not doing that. It's doing stupid niche giant wagons. Just make a new S60, yeah. Volvo. It's, it's getting yeah. killed. You it's know, very it funny. makes no sense. Yeah, it doesn't. I'm with you. I, I find it very odd. I'm excited about it because it's <laughs> going to look hot, but it's, you know. Nobody's going to buy it. It's a five series competitor. Just the other day, just on a small side note, I was driving home from work and I saw an, a f- brand new five series wagon. Yeah, how cool are they? I haven't seen one of those possibly ever. Oh, right. Because they cost more than an X5. What? Yeah. And it's, you know, across the board, like C-Class wagons more than a GLC. And, and oh, like, those yeah. wagons are such a niche car here. Yeah. 
Maybe not everywhere, but here, definitely. I think it's probably order only. It did look really good. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Totally. It's a great car. As you say, very much a niche uh, offering. Um, if now, you're thinking of buying an X5, you should totally get the 5 Series. Yeah, have a look. Yeah, spend yeah. up big, guys. <laughs> um, now, a bit more local uh, stuff now, guys. So, we discovered this week that, you know, Holden accidentally revealed some oh, more yes. news about that was great. their Tell local the lineup. Well, Tim, Tim and I were both actually yeah. at the same event when this happened, and yeah. it was one of those hilarious, uh, everyone's brains kind of ticking over. <laughs> did he just say that? I think he did. Yeah, yeah. he did. He totally said that. Aha. Uh-huh. It was um, crazy. We haven't known for a long time if Holden was going to do a next cruise. Mm. Uh, now we do, which is yep. kind of funny. When We always knew that we're going to have Astra as the hatch, mm. but we didn't know. They currently make the cruise in Australia. And obviously, they're going to close a factory here. What are they going to do post that? Are they going to have some kind of small sedan? Yes, they will. And mm. it's going to be the cruise we've seen in America already. And it looks awesome. Yeah. It's a great looking thing. It is a, it's a great looking thing. Really nice yeah. interior. They're almost certainly going to start producing it in Korea. That's where yeah, we'll get okay. ours from. Yeah. Um, and it's going to be great. And it's another future Holden that looks the goods, which is much better than yeah. some of the stuff that the company's currently peddling. I'm hoping for now. So, what we're waiting on, we've already seen the Astra, the new Astra wagon. Maybe, maybe that'd be good too. Yeah. Because then you've got a sedan, you've got a hatch. Small wagons, we all, we're all fan of a small wagon. Love well, it. Well, don't they say that it's 24 models, isn't it? That are yeah. Gonna be, yeah. So, so, it's a slow drip feed. I mean, yeah, we'll soon see more so of it. So, potentially, but, could yeah. be one of those. Yeah. That's, a, that's a few new models they've got to get squared away. So, why not? Phalanges crossed. Um, now, really quickly, we also <laughs> saw this uh this me a moment to work out what on earth you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, I think it. it's... Um, the uh, Holden have revealed their facelifted uh, Captiva <laughs> SUV. Now, why did it's Mike like, laugh? Then? You know, you, you don't, okay, you know, like well. the first facelift is if you're in Hollywood, so you get your first facelift. Mm. You might be, you know, 45, 50, and you've just got a little tuck here and there, yeah. and, you know, and then you end up being like Donatella Versace, <laughs> and you've just had a few too many, right? Yeah. Captiva's kind of at that point because it's the oldest SUV on sale. It isn't a Defender, yeah, and they've just continued to just chip away at it, just continue to add things to it, and commendably they've added a lot of equipment this time, and it's dirt cheap, and it's fine SUV, but hmm. the look of it is a bit tacky. Oh my god. Isn't it? Yeah. It's 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 a real um slap some makeup on and it's it's minging. I'm sorry. She, she's going minging. to the Gold Coast to party. Big style. Mm-hmm. It is I'm, foul. I'm really sorry. I actually don't, I don't no, know. You're wearing a, you're wearing a bright pink shirt, Dan. You're yeah. the kind of guy that would like this car. I saw it. I He's know. on his way to the Gold Coast. <laughs> it's not yeah. It's not a major change. It's not a huge no. and I saw the first shots of it and I thought actually it's not that Ah. I know, I know. I'm, I'm terrible. I'm but that, really embarrassed. That to plays to your what your secret shame car is, which is yes, a Honda. Honda MDX. That's right. I so, know. He's such a weirdo. This guy. I know. I know. Weirdo. Just I don't know. Something. It's like an antithesis or something. Yeah. There's something about it that's so wrong. Yeah. It suddenly becomes Comes right so, again. See, I've always felt that way about a Volvo 240. So yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Big style. Yeah. Can, can we talk about Holden's arch nemesis really quickly? Please, Ford? please. I support that. Ford Mustang. Uh, we've known it's coming for ages. Mm. You know, and they're going to bring the convertible, the coupe, the V8, the four-cylinder turbo. It's arriving now. The first shipments arrived this week. Woo-hoo! Four thousand are going to touch down, and they've all been sold. <laughs> there are crazy? no cars left in 2016. Every single last Mustang that's coming to Australia for all of next year yep. is already sold. That's pretty impressive, isn't right? it? Right? Yeah. 4,000 of them gone. What's going to happen in three, four years, though? All sports Bang. cars do that. Remember the 86 when it came out? The yeah. BRZ? Yeah. Right now, the MX-5 is just launched. Yeah. Sales are booming. Yeah. But everybody who wants to buy one buys one straight away. Yeah. And then after that, it just falls and on I the trickles. I hope that genuinely happens because uh, the one thing that will stop me loving every nut and bolt on the Mustang was uh, the fact that it becomes too common on our roads. 
Well, like that, in America where they just rental cars at this point. Yeah, oh, yeah There's exactly. nothing exciting about them, you know? Yeah, That's so brilliant. the first few people see on the road here, they'll go, oh my God, what's that? It's beautiful, it's tough, it's muscular, it's awesome. It sounds fantastic. If you're lucky enough to get in one, it drives beautifully. But if you see too many of them, novelty's going to go. And so I actually hope that the sports car phenomenon happens with it more than anything else yeah. because I want them to stay exclusive and then I will go and buy one. It's, yeah. It's, I yeah. love that car with a passion. Big fan, yeah. big fan. It's been a big week for Ford. Uh, some good news for them. Uh, Fairfax's uh, automotive site has given their uh, car of the year to the Australian developed Ford Everest, uh, built in Thailand great car um, but there was a bit of an incident this week ladies mm-hmm. and gentlemen. What was it you said Mike before? The Everest is just so hot right oh now my God, yeah. it is mm-hmm. on fire. Ford is on fire that's right. Unfortunately literally Look, so. you, you could say that it was in line for the car of the year and it was a bit of a smoky no one really saw oh. it was going to win and then it just oh, uh, Yes, and one of our colleagues, in yep. fact, uh, Peter, was driving uh, driving one along, and she just spontaneously set herself on fire. Yeah. And there's those great pictures running in uh, News Limited papers all week of the Everest just spontaneously blowing up and throwing shrapnel around. And I assume it's a fuel issue or an electrical issue, well, or they're, they're still working it out. Yeah. But I've had one of those through the office. I'm sure you guys have yep. as well. It's yep. a great car, one of my favourite cars of the year. And then you see that, and you just think, oh, crap. Well, yep. I, I just didn't realise. I thought it was a feature. <laughs> I just, I just thought I had really good heaters. You know, yeah, wow. driving along, there was flames like blistering the skin off my arms. You know, as I was driving, I just thought I, just thought I had really good heated seats or something. You know, I gave it back, and no one said anything. It was just a burnt out wreck. I thought well, it's one of the features you can get with it. Just a disclaimer: that didn't actually happen to Dan Gardner. No, oh, no. But uh, bad news for Ford in a in a new week of good news. But uh, we've got more news coming up on Fender Bender, so make sure you stick around. Tim, Mike and Dan here with you for the last time in 2015. We are sad but uh, excited for what next year holds just in terms of the world. Do you know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean, Tim. We are all just, we have such bright prospects, you know, we're so lucky. (laughs) I don't know where we went there, (laughs) but it was dumb. Yes, our last show, our last show of 2015. But, uh, yeah, yeah, who knows? Who knows? Well, exactly. What where we'll, we'll surface again. Exactly. Probably in the news. Probably, yeah, yeah. Crime Stoppers. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we do want to hear from you. What's your favourite car of the year? What have you seen online? What have you driven? What have you uh, just lusted over this year? Uh, the car has to have been released uh, in this calendar year. It's pretty much the only rule, really. We yeah, have. Yeah. We're pretty loose with our rules and many other things here at oh, Fender Bender. Wow. Um, so, love to hear from you. 0427 Joy 949 or email on air at joy.org.au. Um, now, it's been a big week. We've had uh, the, wow, the second last sales figures for the year released this year. We've only got one more to go. It's all coming down to the wire, slash not really. Um, <laughs> but uh, an interesting year, uh, well, an interesting year, but also an interesting month, particularly in relation, Mike, to uh, the Volkswagen people. Not much of a change there? No, no, Volkswagen was actually up. <laughs> so was Audi. What? It was so up. was Skoda. Come on. Yeah, that was a big surprise. Um, but, you know, of, have a guess. Okay, of all the passenger cars sold, and by passenger cars I mean non-SUV and non-Ute, just passenger cars, what proportion of those sold last month were using diesel engines? Oh. oh. I don't know. Yeah, 4%. Oh, Four. Do you mean One, the two, three, entire four market? Mm-hmm. You're kidding. So if everybody stops buying diesel Volkswagens, it's like the 
tiniest draw, like eyedropper yeah. in an ocean. It really doesn't make a difference. That's the entire market. And clearly, pe- and clearly, all this news and controversy about Volkswagen hasn't resonated with prospective buyers because more people are buying them than they did last year. It's interesting because I think it depends on the market. The US had a big downturn, I think, last month and the month before. But uh, the UK, they were down 20% last mm. month in the UK. So... Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It's just it doesn't because Volkswagen's good. a premium brand in Australia, yeah. and everywhere else it's not. And yeah. I think people let it slide. Well, it thinks it's a premium. Brand. Mm, yeah. I'm not sold on that. <laughs> no. no. Well, it's interesting though because everyone asked us when, when the, the first you know, uh, elements of the scandal were emerging. Yeah. You know, what do you think? This is? is this going to end Volkswagen? Is this going to end the diesel engine? You know, and and our response is always the same. Although we cover it a lot in the media, that's our job. Mm. We didn't think it was going to really change much at all. And here's yeah. the evidence. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. But it was a really interesting month in a lot of ways. So it was the, it's the biggest November ever, and w- this is the biggest year of all time for Australia. So mm. 1.05 million cars and trucks have been sold this year, more than any other year, and this will be a record-breaking year. So yeah. of all the talk of economic slowdowns, etc., etc., people are buying more cars than they ever have before, mm. and that's across business, it's across private, it's across fleet, everything is yeah. just booming. So it's really interesting. SUVs are almost outselling passenger cars now, like commercial utes yeah. are just flying off the shelves um it's sort of the status quo in a way but it's quite amazing it just the market never actually slows down it'd be interesting to i guess add up and what uh, the figures are here or whatever but the um the suvs and the light commercial vehicles that so many people are getting into now as family cars particularly lcvs comparing that to those two together to the passenger cars hmm. just people are abandoning them like you abandon something really quickly <laughs> but what's yes. not what's not changing are the most popular cars <laughs> You know, the most popular cars always the Corolla, and then there's the Hilux, and then it's the Camry, and the Mazda 3, and the i30, mm. and those top ones never change, and the top brands never change. Yeah. And that didn't change last month, although there were a few interesting things that happened. Mm. Um, we really get carried away with ANCAP, but maybe people don't care so much, because the Hyundai Tucson, which got a four-star rating quite sensationally recently as a family SUV, mm. was the third most popular SUV in its class. Really? 800 sales. Yeah. Absolutely knocked it out of the park. Biggest month they'd ever had. Yeah. So do people really care about ANCAP? Well, you people wouldn't... like a bargain. More, almost, you know, you do all these surveys for what people want in yeah. a car. A um, vast majority of Australian buyers want value. That's what yeah. they put highest up, even if it means sacrificing their children in a crash. <laughs> you know, they'll save a buck and just put all the babies' lives in in mortal danger. And among the big-selling brands, what do you think is the one that's dropped the most this year? When you say dropped, you mean like, you know, like that bit in the middle of a dance track. Exactly. Can I... I might... uh, I I was going to say, like, Ford. No, it's actually Jeep. Jeep was down 44.7% last month anyway, and this year it's dropped 16%, so not quite What do we think has uh, done that? I think there's a whole bunch of reasons. The currency, they're a bit more expensive than they were. There's been a few controversial things about Jeep in the media that you hear. Um, The Grand Cherokee's not getting any younger. Like, it's not, I don't think it's super old, but it's getting on. There's newer competition in there now, and better competition. Well, you know, better than what it was. But as we said about, you know, things like the Triton and that in the last generation, the the Grand Cherokee is a bargain, uh, and people just like a good a good yeah. deal and and that car you know just say it's, it's still a good mm. car uh, but it's very affordable and people in Australia love a large SUV so it'll just carry on doing what it does on the yeah. other end of the equation yeah. the brand that absolutely smashed it last month had its biggest month in ages was Nissan Oh. Nissan's been a bit down in the dumps yeah. lately, really, but it just killed it. X-Trail beat CX-5. How did that happen? I saw that. It was in the t- wasn't it in the top 10 best-selling yeah, cars? Of just, the that month? never happens. It was the top-selling SUV of all, which really? is just crazy. I suspect they would have done a deal. Yeah. Normally, yeah, I mean, Nissan's really they good. Were, uh, they uh, were. Yeah. Um, the other one, though, that really helped Nissan was the new Navara, which has only been on sale for a few months. 
killed it. It was a third top selling ute after only the Ranger and Hilux. Ooh, so it beat back. the Triton, it beat the Colorado, it beat all these utes that normally beat it. And a quarter of all of those sold with a top spec $50,000 plus Jeepers. STX one. So it's not just that they're selling a bunch of utes. Yeah. They're selling a bunch of those precise lifestyle things that yep. we're talking about. What's interesting about that, because I think that that would have had a big leap because finally that entire range is now on sale for the Navara because mm. they, they launched it a few months ago, as you said, but it was only a few or, you know, half the, the variants or whatever. And now there's a whole lot more. So they can probably go to town now, which is a bit exciting. And there's one more thing that yep. I think is probably worth flagging, which is of all of the vehicle segments. So obviously the market's divided up into segments, mm. you know, micro cars, light cars, small cars, small SUVs, large SUVs, utes, et cetera, et cetera. What do you think was the segment that has dropped the most? What type of car are people just not buying anymore? Medium passenger, medium sedan. Not a bad guess, but no. Oh. Small. No. no, well, that has dropped. Mm. But the one that's really dropped is micro cars. The oh, really tiny yeah, ones, yeah, the Celerios, yeah. the Micras, the Altos, all those sorts of things, down 40% last month. <laughs> Bugger all sold. Mm. Fiat 500, Mitsubishi Mirage, Nissan Micra, they're all the ones that drive the segment. And nobody buys those tiny cars anymore. Well, that's bad news for Holden because they're about to launch the right. Holden Spark that they think is the best car in the segment. So, <laughs> good luck with that. I think in that segment you have to trade on being different. You know, things like yeah. you mentioned, the 500. Everyone loves that car, not because of its practicalities or anything it does particularly well, but because of the way it looks. It's just got huge charisma and that retro appeal. So, I think if you're going to do, if you're insisting on selling a car in that segment, you're probably a bit bonkers. But also, you have to make sure it's got that USP, which is, you know, novel and are going to appeal to style conscious people. That's true. It's very, very Youths. true. Youths, foolish youths. People infinitely younger than us. Yes. But it's been an interesting week in uh, the automotive scene in Australia because uh, there's going to be more sales, I think, because about 500 cars were launched this week. Um, yeah, all on Tuesday. Yeah, thanks for that, everyone. <laughs> what? A, yeah, there's a bunch. So, as you said before, Mike, the Mitsubishi Pajero Sport, you've driven that car, I believe. I drove it in Japan yeah. uh, briefly. Mm-hmm. It's fine. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a Toyota oh Fortuna Ford Everest rival, and it's good. It's really well-priced. You know, it's the the base one is, you know, fif- 10, 15 grand cheaper than an Everest. Yeah. You can't really argue with that. Okay. It's good. Um, Looks terrible. I've always been <laughs> yeah, for Santa. Yes, it does look a bit terrible. Um, you, uh, Mercedes-Benz GLC came out this week too, Dan. It did. I did the launch for that, and it is very good. Mercedes say they conservatively are going to sell 200 a month. They are lying. They will sell about <laughs> 50,000 a month. They uh, will sell double that. Yeah, they sure, haven't been able to offer anything in that segment for billions of years. They had the GLK in Europe, um, but it wasn't made in right-hand drive. Uh, we've now got the GLC, which is the successor to that car, yeah. and it is in right-hand drive, and that segment is going gangbusters in Australia. People love Mercedes. If it follows the trend of all of its other mm. vehicles it will do really well it basically is a larger c a, a jacked up c-class yeah. when you drive it you can feel the dna of a c-class underneath it but it's got the stupid suv body on that everyone in australia wants to buy so if you like the c-class and you want an uh, uh, unnecessary car then the c-class the glc is for you <laughs> what a really i've actually driven it too and I, yeah. I agree with dan it's a really good thing yeah. where it really wins is if you price and spec it up to match a bmw x3 roughly yeah. equivalently it yeah. undercuts it by thousands and really? thousands, and thousands of dollars yeah really really good value this is before you haggle negotiate yeah. over but just on sticker price yeah really really well spec really really well priced it's yeah. a bloody Benz yeah it's gonna it's gonna it's go gonna well. do well some other luxury things arriving this week were Lexus decided to launch three cars because they went oh crap it's the end of the year <laughs> we've got to get it we've got to just get <laughs> yeah, them all out exactly. that, that was totally what that was wasn't oh, it a big broom there. just get it out yep. come on oh god so the GS the facelifted GS with the 200T that's their turbocharged engine that's, that's the Lexus everybody everything. forgot existed yeah a little bit but it's a looker I like the GS yeah it's a good thing yeah um, the, the LX which is their hulking gigantic SUV based on the Land Cruiser 
that yeah. looks like Darth Vader a little bit. Oh. A little bit. Um, and yeah, the, she does know you mentioned it. Yeah, yeah a little bit. Mm. The RC200T. So, this is the, yeah, RC. RC, the sexy RC, well, uh, no. but the turbocharged 2-litre version of that. So and, and also, finally, the Fiat 500X, which I did the launch for, and that is also a car. And is um, ravingly overpriced. Uh, ravingly Sorry, overpriced Fiat. and... It's just a bit of this an... Is, e- this is why Fiat and Jeep are down, because yep. their cars are too bloody expensive. Just call a spade a spade. They have this strategy where they want it to be seen as premium, but also accessible. And it's like, I don't know if that can work. Mm. The, the, you know, Fiat in Australia is a cheap and cheerful brand. This car is going to be like, in my opinion, you know, the Kia Soul that came out and everyone was like, oh, it's, you know, it's going to attract young buyers. No, it's not. It's mm, going to yeah. attract older people who love the high hip height. You know, it's got lots of space and all that kind of stuff. Excuse me. I think the 500X is going to do the same thing. It's got a great cabin. It's, you know, it's easy to get in and out of. I think it'll be maybe young families and old people will buy this car. And you know what? Not many of them will buy it. It's okay. It's It's got a strange ride. It's not very dynamically exciting. Um, and it's very expensive. So, good luck with that. So, Jeep Renegade is basically the same car mechanically. Well, sort of, yes. Well, yeah, same underpinnings. Uh, which one would you go for? Renegade or the 500X? I've not driven the Renegade, but I'd probably go the Renegade. <laughs> on looks? On looks? If you, I mean, I've not driven the 500X, but what do you reckon? Oh, the Renegade is hideous, in my opinion. Um, Meow. So, 500. I like the 500X. I just wish it wasn't really? so expensive. Yeah, okay. Mm. I, reckon, I think the 500... X looks like the lovely cheeky little 500 has had a uh, a weekend on the pie, so I go the Renegade. <laughs> well, that's, and that's exactly one of their ad campaigns was uh, a, a Viagra pill fell no, into the. Um, no, I'm sorry, it is not an erect car. It is just a larger version. <laughs> of it. Yeah, it's you know, I'm and seeing no turgidity or stiffness in the 500 X. Wow, I'm seeing turgidity. wobbliness. Oh wow, word. that yes. is a good word. Uh, you are listening to Brenda Bender on Joy 94.9. Yes, we're talking about erect cars. <laughs> There's lots more coming up, including the Fender Bender Radis Car of the Year. So y'all better stick around. You are listening to Fender Bender on Joy 94.9. It is a motoring program, and we are three people talking about cars. Goodbye. Wow, you really sexed that one up, didn't you, Tim? <laughs> I don't know why. I thought I'd go lo-fi for that one. Uh, Tim, Mike, and Dan are here with you for the very final uh, Fender Bender for the year. Um, and we've had a lovely message in um, from Adrian. We'll miss you guys. I'm all out of your podcasts too. Well, there are some that'll be going up very, very shortly. Adrian, thank you so much for your support and everyone's support for listening to the show. We do appreciate it. And if you want our podcasts, you can just go to the interwebs and go to joy.org.au forward slash Fender and you can have them all the way back to when we started. Mm-hmm. Uh, but don't, don't listen to the no, first few. Exactly. Just, you know, those just... They just yeah, because yeah. I wasn't there. Correct. So uh, uh, I came along later and that's yeah. when the show really picked uh, up. Uh, it's, yeah, it's true. I don't know. It's true. It's true. I don't know about that. Uh, no, <laughs> yes, it's uh, uh, thank you for everything. And we're moving right along, guys, because we've got a lot to get through. It's the raddest car of the year. Every, oh, yeah. Everyone's doing it. We never got Every around to coming up with sound effects either. I know. Well, they're in there somewhere in this confusing machine that I still don't know how to use. There you go. You should play this thing about the skid marks. We always like that one. Go on, bottom left. That's not working, Dan. Go on. Fender Bender. Guaranteed to leave skid marks? We like that one. That, that sounded like guaranteed to leave skid marks? The upward, yeah, yeah. The upward, the upward <laughs> yeah. inflection, it just makes it. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, yeah. I never noticed that before until now. Um, anyway, it is the Fender Bender Radiscar of the Year Awards, the uh, preeminent 
uh, awards mm-hmm. in Australia. Forget about wheels. Forget about all those other ones. This is the number one. But actually, you say that, you know, tongue in cheek, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. the reason the Fender Bender Award is different is because we focus on the raddest car. Everyone else looks at, you know, the car that's just good all round. And, you know, no, <laughs> we're a little bit different at Fender Bender. We look at radness. Yep. Which is hard to measure, really. I well, think it it's more a feeling, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Totally. It's completely yeah, intangible. Yeah, yeah. But the other useful thing about that is that if you disagree, then you can't. Yeah, Because we just say, well. we established that car had more rad in it. In fact, we went <laughs> to the right. options list and we said we'll have $500 more rad for exactly. that exactly. So, yeah, you can't tell us we're wrong. That's exactly. the advantage of We are also bringing back the word rad. I think so. <clears throat> well, someone has to, so it might as well be us because we are... Rad, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Um, Now, we have a lot of categories. First of all, though, let's look at the past winners just very briefly. So, the first year, Ford Focus, which was, I think, is a solid winner. But again, it didn't have enough radness. So, the following years, we've kind of gone, the car needs to be a bit radder. Mm -hmm. So, the year after that, Toyota 86 Subaru BRZ Twins. Uh, The year after that, Ford Fiesta ST, which is a car I still absolutely adore. Um, And last year... BMW i8. Mm, we Definition. Fall out to the finish, that one. Definition mm. of rad. I think so. Absolutely. I saw one on the street the other day and had a small wee again. Apparently there's a lot of incontinence. You should go to a doctor. I think I need to. Mm. It's a bit awkward. Mm. You do wee a lot. Actually, I do. Too. I do wee a lot. That's Sorry, true. we're digressing. Small bladder. Um, <laughs> moving right along, we have got a number of categories. Uh, so we've got the overall raddest car of the year. That will be the one that we will announce last, of course. We've got the Plain Jane slash WTF. Now I'm going to leave that up to your imagination as to what that stands for, because it is a rude word, isn't it? <gasps> what the French... No. Um, Shut the front door. <laughs> exactly. So that is for the either the plainest or the most ugly or ugliest car mm-hmm. of the year. Uh, we also have the sexiest car of the year. Uh, we have the most improved car of the year and the best bargain. And we've kind of got a bit of a new most disappointing that we're going to throw in there as well, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so why don't we just get right to it, guys? Just nominees. So just FYI, we're just going to go through the nominees yeah, now, sure. and you'll get the winners later. It's like a reality show, so we're going to make you stick around till right <laughs> to the end of the show. Uh, but no, except I've said this that. is actually real. Yeah, exactly. Whereas most reality yeah. TV shows, ironically, are not real. No, scripted nonsense. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, the first category is the sexiest car nominees. Now this is this is an exciting one. This is a fun one. I feel like though I'm going to say something controversial. Oh, I don't think this year was as sexy as last year. No, I'm with there. you. There haven't yeah. been that many sexy, like truly sexy yeah. cars that just trade on being sexy above and beyond everything else. Yeah. And it's fair to say that the segment is nearly always won by a Ferrari every year. It usually is. Yeah. Not going to lie to you. Mm. Well, I believe a Ferrari is in our nominees yes, list. Yes, the Let's... 488 GTB. And also we've got a Spider now as well. Where? Where? Oh, sorry. Uh, the car. <laughs> um, you know I don't like spiders. You actually alarmed me slightly there. Sorry. <laughs> Um, yes, that is so, so Ferrari four eight eight. There's a few others now. Uh, Audi TT. Dan, you're a bit of a fan of that one. You threw that nomination in there. I, think. I really like that car very much. I don't know why I'm talking like that, no but it's really uh, it's one of my favourite cars of the year. In yeah, both, I'm with you. With both you. coupe yep. form and uh, convertible roadster form as well. And the cabin's equally sexy. Oh, so. I love that cabin mm. so much. Mm. Hello. <laughs> That's a, um, that is a, a good addition. I'm going to be. Oh, hang on! Someone is, someone seems to have mistakenly put the Mazda CX-3 in. Look, the I put that in there because I no, think it is no, such a good. No, look. you're wrong. So really? Let's just stop oh that no! Right there. Oh, I thought it's a sexy little thing. No, not sexy. It's, it's cute, cute yeah. and sleek. Yeah. Look, as far as compact SUVs okay. go, we'll take it out. <laughs> All right. Okay, it's not a nominee. That the is next totally one, fine. though, Tim. I know, but this one in there, and I'm going to agree with her. That is the not Citroen. Yeah, it's called just DS. Oh now, right, isn't yeah, it? sure, yeah. DS five, DS five. Yeah. yeah. So four door, five door hatch, 
odd looking thing, but I think it looks like a bullet. I think it's striking. And this is just a <laughs> facelift, so it's kind of just but I, I sneaking think that in, there. In, in the purest sense is the definition of a sexy yeah. car in a sense that it's not a very good car. <laughs> So it relies on its looks. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Even DS will admit that. It's an old car at yeah. this point. Yeah. It's purely... You only buy it if you love the, the yeah. avant-garde style. That's the yeah. only reason you buy it. It's true. Right? And that's a great reason to buy a car. Yeah. But it doesn't have anything else. So in a sense, you know, you kind of have to give that an extra, extra, extra boost, I think. That also sounds like a lot of men I've slept with in the past. <laughs> um, oh, I didn't realise the, uh, the DS5 uh, was a hairy car as well. <laughs> Hello. Now, now. Um, I am also throwing something controversial in there, and I don't know if anyone's going to agree with this. This is the Lexus RX, their oh new SUV. God. I know. No. What no? Is, you what? know when you get a bit of paper and you scrunch it up and then you just throw <laughs> it? That's what it looks like. It's all creases and weird angles and just stop. <laughs> Trying so hard, Lexus. Look at your rivals. Look at other luxury brands. It's all classical, yeah. timeless design, elegance. Lexus is a mess, Tim. A mess. <laughs> Controversial. Yeah. Well, there is, an, there is another premium car in there, Mike. A bit of a German sporty number, perhaps. Oh, yes. Are we talking about the AMG GT? The Mercedes AMG yeah. GT. The that is a worthy mm, entrant. Company's Porsche 911 Turbo rival. Mm. That car has one of the sweetest asses I've ever seen. It's up there. Yeah, it does. It's like the S, S Coupe. Sort of borrows a bit of that. The Hyundai S Coupe from the 90s. <laughs> S-Class Coupe. Oh, yes. Well, no, it was first. The GT became before the S-Class Coupe. Mm-hmm. It, well, it's, my point stands. It's still the same. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care. No, so, you don't. <laughs> Jerk. Um, look, and I think that's about it, for. I'm, I'm, unless you guys think of any other sexiest ones. I think that's really the, the front runners at the moment. We yeah. did throw in a few others there. Um, but, the uh, Land yeah. Discovery Sport, Hyundai Tucson. The Tucson look is a very good-looking car. It's very handsome. Sure. It's handsome. It's not sexy. Yeah, okay, good. Are we, are we happy with that list? Yeah, yeah, I'm happy with that. So do we announce the winners now? No, no we're going to do that no, later. Oh, my God. Oh, people, dear, no. oh God, people oh, are going to hold on. Oh, They're going to hold on till the bitter end. Yeah, they've mm-hmm. just tuned straight out. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Now, moving right along to most improved, I really like this category. Uh, every year, it's, there's some really exciting stuff in it. Um, uh, every year, it's also generally won by IKEA. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but that's good, because if they can carry on improving at that rate... Then exactly. they're, they're, they're going to do what they want to, and that's catch all the others. Exactly. Now, we've got not one, but two keys in this category this year. Mm-hmm. Starting with the Optima. Mm-hmm. I think the Optima GT, specifically, is a great car. It's a great mid-sized car. It's a huge leap over the old one. Design-wise, I don't. it's weird. I think I prefer the old version, but I think it's dynamically a really interesting car and uh, just feels better put together than it ever has. So that's hmm. my kind of nomination. Agreed. So another, well, another the other Kia. Kia would be the new Sorento. And the old Sorento was a great family SUV. The new one is the great family SUV. It is the new benchmark for the class, which is a sensational effort from a company mm. like Kia. Uh, that is the first port of call for a family SUV now, in my opinion. So, yeah, brilliantly done. Yep. But it's not just Kia that we've got in here, I imagine. I'm sure we have no, other brands. No, there are about. other brands. The one that really jumps out for me from this list is Honda HRV. Oh, yeah. Now, the last HRV was sold about a decade ago. Mm. So you can't really say, of course, it's better than its predecessor. Yep. But in a larger, wider sense, it's the first Honda in a little while that has actually been a smash hit yeah. that has really just captured minds and hearts and has been a genuinely excellent car. Yeah. Honda's been in the doldrums lately. Yeah. This car, in a lot of ways, was its return to form. And to see the company just smash it out of the park yeah. was really great. It is good, isn't it? Everyone's kind of rooting for them a little bit, so to speak. Um, another <laughs> one, this, this is a bit of a controversial one. Now, I know this is, has a different name, but Land Rover with the Discovery Sport, 
that's replacing, essentially replacing the Freelander. Hmm. So it's kind of improved and it is really improved. This totally. Is, oh, you know, it's a great car. I think everyone would probably agree with that. Uh, you know, Actually, a- no, when you put it like that, that is a huge improvement. Probably I'm thinking, well, I don't want to call it too early, but oh. I, for me, I think that's the biggest improvement of the ones we've talked about so far. Controversial. Y- well, well, it's an excellent car. Mm. It is an excellent, excellent yeah. car. All right. Well, that's going on the list, guys. Okay. I've underlined it, so uh, it is there. And uh, sticking with the SUVs oh, yes. for a moment, Suzuki Vitara, I would like a uh, mention for that, definitely. Yeah. Um, that's a yep. really accomplished car now. Uh, it's it's fairly uh, accessible. It's pretty affordable. It's got lots of gear in it now. Um, well, quite what it's like off-road. And the old Vitara was pretty handy off-road. I don't know what this one's like. But I think from what we've seen so far, it's, it's representing a pretty good improvement over yep. the last one. Yeah, I this one isn't quite the base the old one was off-road. It's not a separate chassis car anymore, but it goes fine. And uh, look, it's like another... It's like a HRV. It's the 90s are coming back full circle totally. again. Totally. They really... Yeah, really good little car. I'm okay with that. Um, moving on to the Plain Jane slash WTF award, guys. There are a few interesting ones uh, that have been thrown in here. Uh, Dan, I think you want to start with uh, not a full car, but the rear of a car. Is that I right? do. Yes, I do. The uh, freshly um, revealed Mitsubishi Pajero Sport has a hideous behind. The rest of the car is all right, but when you get around to the back, you're just struck by these two taillights that appear to have melted. So they started yeah. off as a normal light cluster and then a bit fell off and sort of dripped down lower, creating this unnecessary sort of long hangy part underneath. And mm, they look utterly cool. bloody absurd. It looks they weird, do. doesn't it? Yeah, but he's right. Do we put it in the category? I mean, this is... The, no, uh, one, yeah, no. One, one swallow does not a summer make. <laughs> in oh, my book, it does. But, um, but no, I think <laughs> you can't, can't write off. Can't write off a whole car just no, because of that. just because of its rear end. I mean, if no, I was going to say something. No, all right. <laughs> now, there's a big one. Mm-hmm. Um, well, this is this is going from strength to strength. I know, isn't it? Good God. <laughs> now, Infinity have got oh, a, an entrant in this. So we're talk- we've talked about this on the show before. This is the QX80. This is their gigantic SUV based on the Nissan Patrol, and it is one of the most... I don't. There's not even a word. You know what it looks like. It's quite like you know. Mazda talks about it. Designs its cars to look like cheaters. Infinity is taking a different tack. You know, it's designed <laughs> yeah. to make a car look like a squinting hippo, <laughs> and that's really hard to do because it's a big bulbous sort of giant patrol with tiny, tiny, tiny angry little headlights on yeah. it, lashings of weird chrome all over it to appeal to people who live in Dubai. Yeah. Um and. It's actually like a giant lazy boy armchair to drive. It's yeah. a lovely car to drive yeah, if you yeah. can afford to put fuel in it, which you can't. <laughs> but it just, it's its gross. Yeah. I'm sorry, to, Infinity, but it is. Yeah, and then as if it wasn't bad enough, as if Mike's assumption and description is absolutely That's perfect. The best thing and, then, and then they go and make it the size of Jupiter, so yeah. you can't avoid it. <laughs> it's just this hideous <laughs> It's everywhere. Thing. Yeah, that's right. It is. Now, moving along, though, in this category, I've thrown something a bit controversial as well. I don't know what you guys think. Mercedes-Benz GLE Coupe. See, I actually think that's quite well resolved Do for you? that sort of car. I don't okay. like Coupe SUVs, but mm. of those sorts of vehicles, I think it's the best. Okay. But I, I don't know what you guys think. Yeah, look, it's one of those cars that is actually really nice from every angle until you stand square behind it, and then suddenly it all just looks horrid. Mm. So I think, you know, it's a, it's a really good front end on it. It's the front and rear three quarters. It's actually okay that you can sort of appreciate the coupe line, but when you stand behind it, it's just all broken up and sort of weird proportions, and yeah. So I'm not, ba- not mad on that car at all. Okay. In terms of look, it's a great car to drive. 
There another plain Jane BMW 2 Series Active Tourer potentially. Yeah, it's just inoffensive, really. Well, it is, it? isn't it? Yeah, it's definition of a plain car. <laughs> there's not many. Yeah, there's not many plain ones this year. But I do so. think that is guilty of something more unforgivable. Uh, as is one of the other uh, candidates, the Mini Clubman. It's gone from being, you know, BMW as a brand and Mini as a as a model has gone from being something really exciting uh, to now we've seen, you know, a Mini that's not very Mini anymore. It's actually growing by the day, um, and they both look unsensational i think given where they started that's uh makes it more unforgivable okay controversial but uh i I like what you're saying um best bargain ladies and gentlemen this is an interesting one and i've thrown that horrendously ugly infinity qx80 in there because you get so much car for your money and apart from styling let's be honest you can get a massive discount but then the patrol that's based on it the nissan cut the price by about 25 grand on that this year so if you want like a cut price one that looks better you could go there too it's a lot of metal for the money exactly and i think that's yeah that's the idea behind those ones a few others in there mazda mx5 guys yeah sublime value bajane 32 32 for 1.5 manual yeah absolutely amazing and also we have to talk about uh what was the other one oh yeah uh, chrysler 300 srt core in fact, either of them, just the SRT or the Core, which is the you know uh, fabrics covered seat version with a few less gimmicks in it, um, that is an absolute bargain for a 6.4 litre naturally aspirated V8, Hemi V8 under the hood. So you know if you're just after a muscle car, you can't really do much better than that. Well, you can because you can get yourself a SSV Redline VF2, the Holden Commodore SSV Redline, which is as good a value as it's ever been, if not better, and it has that new exhaust system that just sounds insane. And I think that's those two, those muscle cars. I think a big bargain. It's the last the hurrah for so. the big bear muscle car. The one I just want to very quickly mention yep. is it's not technically on sale, but they've sold four thousand. Like we mentioned, is the Mustang. It's priced yep. between forty-five mm. and sixty-five grand yep. for God's sake, and it's an amazing. The converted ones that have been coming here have been a hundred grand. That's true. It's incredibly cheap, and for what you get, a giant, sexy V eight muscle car coupe for around fifty k. You you're kidding me? Agreed. It's great. Um, now disappointments. Mm. Biggest disappointments. I think we really only had one or two for this one. Mike, I'll throw to you because this is controversial. I had a couple of controversial ones, and I had two cars that were very hyped that I found very underwhelming, and I did test these exhaustively against all their rivals and spent uh, you know days and weeks going over the, both of these cars. The new Jaguar XE, which unfortunately is trying to be a BMW 3 Series and is about 80% there. Best steering car in its class. Mm. Everything else just isn't quite as good as the others. It's a good car. It's not a great car. Mm. Not transcendent like I hoped it would be. Great try. Didn't quite make it. Mm. The other one is the new generation Toyota Hilux. Again. <gasps> Gasp. This is Australia's most popular car, by the way. It's just killing it. And what I say is utterly irrelevant to their sales. But it hasn't taken the Ute segment in terms of dynamism, in terms of interior design, in terms of capability to new heights. It's a mid-level Ute. Not, in my opinion, it's not as good as a Ranger. It's not as good as a BT50. It's just a mid-level ute. And really, Toyota should have made this the be- best ute you can buy. And in a lot of ways, it just isn't. So I'm a little disappointed. Outrageous, guys. Outrageous. Now, uh, we will be back very shortly. Uh, we will be announcing uh, the nominees for the overall Redis car and all of the winners very shortly. So make sure you stick around. This is Fender Bender on Joy 94.9. <laughs> Yes, you are listening to Fender Bender on Joy 94.9. Uh, we are about to announce the Raddest Car of the Year Awards and we are going to smash it out because we do not have a lot of time left. Uh, Tim, Mike and Dan's final announcements for the year. Ladies and gentlemen, the Raddest Car of the Year's uh, the sexiest car is going to Mike Costello. Not you. Uh, oh, can you really? Tell us? <laughs> oh, my God, I'm so excited. You're a winner. Oh, what did we decide on? Was it the AMG? Yeah, yeah the AMG GT. Yes. <laughs> AMG, a That's deserving how formal winner. we are. A deserving Gorgeous winner. car. 
Uh, most improved uh, car nominee there, uh, and the winner, it was, Dan. It was a very close call between the Kia Sorento and the Honda HRV, but we felt that because Kia always wins. No, that's not that we felt that the Honda <laughs> HRV had just streaked into the, into the lead a little bit, particularly given the duration it's been away for. So, yes, we thought that uh, was the most significant improvement this year. Which was what? The Honda, Honda HR. HRV. Thank you. Yep. And then uh, the Plain Jane slash WTF award has to go to the Infinity QX80, the, what's that whale? Baloo. Whale of the yeah. room. Or, <laughs> the narwhal or the squinting hippo. Squinting There's hippo. so many options. God, I love that. Um, best bargain. This one was controversial, and uh, I think you guys were, yeah, you had a winner. Uh, what's also one. controversial is the word controversial, as you just okay. said. <laughs> that is sharp. That's fantastic. <laughs> All right. And it is, the winner is. Ford Mustang. Yep, exciting. Right. Very, very. Even though that is a co- yeah, controversial move because it technically isn't on sale here, but yes, it is because they've already sold all 4,000 mm-hmm. they were going to in That's 2016. Very true. Now, the overall Raddus nominees, there's quite a few here, guys. We've got your, your Hon- Holden Commodore SSV Redline just for brutal power, uh, Land Rover Discovery Sport, um, uh, Mazda MX5. I threw in the Volkswagen Golf R Wagon. Yeah, there. totally. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. 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 New Volk. Yep, it's yep. not particularly rad. It is rad, oh, it's but it's also rad. practical as well. It's, it's like if you had to have one car rad. to do everything. New so. Volvo XC90 is yep. a good one. Brilliant. Mm-hmm. And we did like, we thought maybe the, the Ford, uh, I said laser. The Ooh. Ford Focus <laughs> is also <laughs> wow. a good one. But ladies and gentlemen, the winner has to be. And it was overwhelming, uh, yeah. uh, this, uh, yeah, this. We, song, we, yeah. we all went away and consulted ourselves and then came yeah. back. Yes. And we all had a unanimous decision, which is weird because we like to argue. But we, we can't argue on we this can't. one. It's it inarguable. Ladies and gentlemen, the Fender Bender Raddus Car of the Year is the Mazda MX-5. Absolutely. Deservedly so. Mazda has killed it with this car. $32,000, 1.5, manual drop top, looks gorgeous, goes brilliantly, is the best MX-5 ever, and is one of the best sports cars you can buy. I think I had more fun in that car in my couple of days with that car this year than I've had all year in any other car. I don't know. I've had some fun in some other cars. Oh, God. Oh, I see. Just driving. Right, okay. Exactly. Uh, Yes, no, that car is absolutely (laughs) sensational. Toyota and uh, Subaru will be absolutely pooing themselves because it's right in on their money, and yet it's got a convertible roof. That's very true. So, yes. And that was the car that won Radis car two years ago. So, there we are. Yeah, exactly. So, it's more rad now. Ladies and gentlemen, though, we have to get the hell out of here because mm-hmm. uh, uh, Hannah Wintour is in next. Well, she's not cute. in next. She's already in the studio. She is in the studio and just, she's amazing. Just leering at us. She <laughs> is. Um, now, as I said, this is our last show for a while. Thank you so much to our wonderful listeners. Um, again, go to uh, joy.org.au forward slash Fenderbender to find our podcasts. Big thank you to Mike and Dan who uh, give up their time uh, a few times a month to do this and who are awesome humans. <laughs> and I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't be here without and I wouldn't be able to do this without you and it's I, I genuinely appreciate your time boys and thank you so much and Tim thank you for being the founder lady of Fender Bender <laughs> oh, all yes. those years ago was it five years you've been oh, on air now too many and yeah, you've, you've brought in people under your wing over those over the, including Smelly myself and so we have to say a huge thank you to you also Tish for doing Bosch. a cracking job and being the founder of Fender Bender it's oh, been wonderful thank you no it's uh, it's it's been a hoot we uh, we might be back we, uh, you'll have to find out but uh, stick with our social and said facial media social, <laughs> social media to, uh, to to make sure you find out where we are uh, I think that's about it. Stick around for Hannah. Uh, my name's Tim Nicholson. Signing off. Fender Bender. Safe driving. This has been a Fender Bender podcast for Joy 94.9, Australia's first and only gay and lesbian radio station. See joy.org.au for more details. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. 
Help us keep joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.